Gen Z. Let's talk about it. So, I want to get into this thing that is Gen Z. This, this, this society, this people, this group of individuals. I think it's time we talk about Gen Z and who we are, what we do, and all of that. And it's so vital because there's so many things that are going around about Gen Z. There's so many things that are being said. There's so many presumptions being made about our generation, right? My generation that needs to be addressed because I, for one, am not happy to hear all of these accusations being thrown around. Apparently we're an angry generation. We're also a depressed generation. We're lazy and we have no regard for the earth, which is baffling to me because I feel like we're the generation that actually cares the most about the earth, right? And I want to put some of these accusations, I want to put some of these things that are being said to rest because it's time. And last I checked, I don't know who our representative is as Gen Z at this current point in time, but I have appointed myself as the host of Let's Talk About It to be the person who sets a few things straight, who sets the record straight, right? So, before we get too too deep into the episode i want to start off by defining gen z and when i say defining i mean giving you the timeline in which you needed to be born to be considered part of generation z right a lot of people tend to get confused tend to get a little bit um unaware of when where millennials and gen z fall so according to the internet according to a quick google search Gen Z are people born within the years, um, or within the late 1990s and the early 2010s. So if you were born, let's say, between 1995 and 2010, you're a part of Generation Z. I'm so sorry to those of you who thought you were millennials. There's so many people who hoped to be millennials just because they were born in 98 sorry unfortunately you are still a part of gen z (laughs) you are a part of gen z um i say this because i'm adding my older sisters they really really thought that especially the oldest she really really thought that she was millennial she's not she's a part of generation z and i think it's a great generation to be a part of so let's get into it are we an angry generation before we even move to all the other things I have planned out for this episode, are we an angry generation? I think we are. Really and truly, we are an angry generation. And this is something we actually need to discuss for a second. We're an angry generation for good reason. We've been born into a world without our consent, one. Two, on top of that, we've been born into a world that is quite literally falling apart. It's crumbling, right? There's very little to salvage at this current point in time global warming has had the most horrendous effect on the environment people are at war constantly and then we're meant to be happy how do we live laugh and love in these conditions how i don't know I really, really, really do not know. Because it's, in my opinion, frankly, it's impossible. How am I meant to be happy when I know that the straw I'm using or the 
food I'm eating from or the packaging of my food is adding on to or not even adding on sorry that's the worst way to put it actually is taking away from the amount of years on the planet when you look really and truly at the amount of people or the people that are currently trying to clean up our oceans and are doing all of these campaigns to save the earth have you not noticed that gen z is like at the forefront if it's not millennials and on top of that it's millennials who are basically on the border of being gen z so they by honorary you know honorarily they're they're gen z right look at that we're trying to fix an earth that we didn't even pollute we're trying to fix an earth that we didn't want to get into because truth be told we're not this generation that's ready to die at any second but at the same time We just might because the earth is going to die also with us. So we are angry. The political state of things is unbearable. If there's not a war today with Russia and some other country, then it is hunger in Yemen and it's unrest in Uganda about pride there's so many things going on and these are so many things that we are passionate about as a generation because first of all we just want to be treated right we're angry because our older employers i'm talking gen x not necessarily millennials millennials are cool they're not bad i'm talking gen x they are treating us as if we're basically the scum of the earth and we've got nothing that we offer or add on to their companies or the world at this current point in time. And then we're accused all the time of so many things that have nothing to do with us. Of course we're an angry generation. Wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you as an older person, if you're listening, be angry? If you had somebody constantly telling you about how you're you're ruining the world. If you had somebody who's been a part or who has added on to climate change and the way that the earth is currently surviving. If you had all of these things that I just mentioned before being a part of your reality, wouldn't you be upset? Would you be okay with having all of these things happen? I think not. I really don't think you'd be happy. I think you'd be like, no. There's no way. I I need I need a change. If my future is going to be as bright as people tell me it's going to be, then things need to change. I have certain goals. Me personally, as Nika, I have certain goals that I would love to reach. Right? There's certain things I want to see myself do. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to see myself do them if there isn't an earth to do them on. That's why I'm angry. That's why I'm stressed. That's why I'm confused. That's why I'm I'm, I'm not happy. That's why our generation is not happy. And that's something that needs to be understood. 
Is that something? Can we all agree on that? Can can we agree on that? I'd love for us to agree on that. But who are we as a generation? Where are we going? What's our end goal? I think that's the first thing we need to discuss. Now that I've put to rest this whole angry generation thing. I don't know who we are as a generation, to be quite honest with you. Because there's so many things that we stand for. There's so many things that we believe in. I don't think we're a single unit. But in the sen- but in the same breath, we are also a single unit in our uniqueness and in our differences. Because in our differences, we're willing to stand up for what we believe in. In our differences, we are opinionated and we are well-spoken and we have a voice. I love that about my generation. I love how much we talk. I love how much we we will say something. (laughs) I love how opinionated we are. I love how we go into the workforce and we're like, hey, um, you aren't paying me enough to do what you want me to be doing. And if they don't do what we want, we keep it moving because, man, you are not about to keep me at a job that does not make me happy. Come on. Come on, hey now, there is no way. There is no way. There's this TikToker. Um, her name is DJ Johnson, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I love her. I watch her lives almost on a daily basis, or at the very least, as frequently as I can whenever she goes live. And it's because of how she carries herself. There is a certain air to how she does things. She is so well-spoken and she will say exactly what it is that is on her mind. Ain't nobody gonna stop her. You piss her off? Oh, she gonna go down to hell with you. If you put the bar in hell, she going even lower. Hell has a basement. She will come after your hairline, she will come after your mama, and she will make sure that you come correct the next time you talk to her. And I want to be exactly like her. But here's the thing, I'm making an example out of her because that's exactly what my generation is like. We may not all be doing that, we may not all be as opinionated as Miss GJ, but, but, a lot of us are. I love our confidence. I love how much we're willing to talk and stand up for what we feel is right. And we know our worth. But what I don't like about our generation... Actually, no. I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm not about to get into that right now. Because if I do... We we will end up derailing completely from the topic at hand. Well, not necessarily. But it will become the entire episode. So that's who we are as a generation. We're a bunch of opinionated misfits who might not know boundaries and respect towards our elders. But we know our worth and we know what we want in our lives. And where are we going? Great places. That's what I can say. We may not all be going to uni. We may not be all going into great jobs. Hell, some of us may not be going anywhere but we're going great places i really do think that the second my generation steps into certain power so much is going to change in the world i'm talking politically economically things are going to change 
socially, things are going to change. I can imagine a Botswana with my generation being politicians and members of parliament. I I can see it and I'm so excited for it because there's going to be so much more opportunity. There's going to be so much more equality. Laws are going to change. So much is going to happen that I'm so, so, so excited about. We're going great places because here's the thing about my generation. We actually really don't care about certain things. We just want to be treated right. We really don't care how many people out there are gay, to be quite honest with you. Do what you want to do. Sleep with who you, who you want to sleep with. So long as you're not doing it on this middle of the road. You know, we're not about to crucify you, right? So why must we not let you marry who you want to marry? It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. I'm excited for my generation to get into parliament. I'm excited. They're going to do so much. (laughs) So much for the world. Why are we the way we are? I really don't know. That is a question for the universe. And the wire people. Like, you know the people who put our wires together? Yeah, those people. The the wire people? Yeah, that's a question for them. Because, truth be told, I have no real idea. (laughs) When I do have an idea, I will let you know. I will definitely let you know are we really the depressed generation now this is a little bit similar to the whole angry generation thing that i put to rest earlier but it also has its own significance and that's why i want to talk about it i don't know if i could say that we are a depressed generation i think the best way to put it is we are a generation with more resources than generations that came before us and thus we are able to identify our feelings and what we are going through a little more quicker than those that came before us right um so i'm going to make an example yes i'm gonna make an example and say you know how um you can have people who are within middle-income families, um, upper-income families, under-income families uh, may know certain things about themselves or may know what they like. It's because they're exposed to them, right? So I think that when we look at it this way, the older generations were not exposed to certain things or they didn't have the tools to understand what it is that they were feeling because at that time society deemed mental health or um issues of depression as westernized things right for a very very long time and still now we struggle with breaking down the stigma of those things right Whereas our generation has grown up with, if you're not doing okay, feel free to talk to somebody. Issues of mental health are one, two, three, four, and we take them very seriously and important, and they're very important. More people are being steered in the direction of counselors and therapists and medication to get whatever it is that they've got going on onto the right track or onto the right path, right? So... 
the same way that somebody could love pizza with all their heart but not know that they love pizza because they have not been exposed to it is the same way the older generation may only be figuring out now that they may have been depressed or traumatized or whatever the case it is now than they would have before and because we are growing up with all of these resources and all of this information around us we know earlier on so it looks like we're a depressed generation but rather we're a generation who's more aware of our feelings because we are exposed to issues about our feelings i hope that makes sense so no we're not a depressed generation i think the rate at which depression has been going or is going um has been like this for a while it's just that we don't have the stats on it from before because it wasn't addressed at the time we don't have the stats from like the 60s for example or we do have the stats from the 60s but they are significantly lower than the stats that we have from the 2010s because at that time nobody was taking our mental health seriously now because we are in this generation where we're talking about it and more people are coming forth to say doc i feel this way it's it's become a thing where now it's like oh my gosh generation z is so depressed oh they're so sensitive to this 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 and that and i think we actually need to discuss sensitivity right after this because it's something that actually needs to be addressed also but generation z isn't depressed it's just that the rate at which we are catching these cases is significantly higher because of the resources and the education around the topic of mental health. Now, onto sensitivity. Are we really sensitive about everything? No. And yes. No and yes. We are sensitive about a lot of things, but at the same time, we really aren't. We're not sensitive to issues of pride for example or issues of what can men and women do in the sense that are their jobs meant to be different no 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 well not because it has really nothing to do with us what does have to do with us is issues of treating people right that's where our issues are and that's where we become sensitive and vocal about it because we can't have you going around um, misgendering somebody when they've made it very clear what they would like to be referred to as. That's an issue. We won't have a thing where you're paying two people in the same exact position less or more depending on their race or their sexuality or their background we're going to have issues with that we're going to have issues with people shooting each other in the streets we're not sensitive we're just bringing light to things that should have been brought light brought to the light a long time ago i really don't think it's fair to be calling my generation a bunch of people who are sensitive when what we're being sensitive about are things that are very very valid I would understand if you were calling us sensitive over the fact that we're fighting about whether pineapple should be on a pizza. But I will not understand if you call me sensitive 
because I decided to take my mental health seriously or I told you not to take somebody else's mental health as a joke. That's not me being sensitive, it's me fighting for what's right. There's a difference. And our older generation tends to think that we're sensitive about things that are actually very sensitive. Issues of race. That's a very sensitive topic. It's a very sensitive issue. And so it's going to look like we're all a bunch of sensitive people. And yet we're fighting for something that shouldn't even be considered a factor in so much. Like that that's just how it is. That's just that simple. A lot of this, these things are misconstructions of what people should be expected to think. Especially considering that our generations think two different ways. We're exposed to so much more. We turn we tend to look more sensitive to certain things because we have the access to talk about them. That's what it is. And now the biggest issue becomes, can we bridge the gap between Gen X, boomers, and anybody older with... Between, yeah, between those generations and Gen Z. Yeah. Can we do it? We can. But I think the issue is more or less how do we do that? How do we get Gen X to come to the table? How do we get the boomers to come to the table? And how do we as Gen Z come to the table as well? How do we present ourselves? I think that's where the issue is. And this this is the point in the episode where I want your opinion. I want your input. Guys, underneath this episode that you're currently listening to, there's a thing that says, there's a Q&A, if I'm not mistaken. And it's like, what did you like about this episode? Or da, 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 da. leave your comments there. And then next week, at the beginning of the episode, we could read them, like a little bit of them, right? And just talk about how do we bridge the gap between Gen Z and the older generations? Like, what would you want? Like, let's take it, let's make an example, right? Um, let's say you're a Gen Z, your parents are boomers or they are Gen X. And you know that you two have a very big generational gap. You know that you guys are also um, fighting a lot, right? There's a lot of conflict because you look at things differently. How would you want to bridge that gap? Where does it start? Would you want to go to therapy? Would you want to sit down at the table in in your house? how would you want to do it? How do we go about bridging the gap? Are we even willing to bridge the gap is the question. I think we're very willing. I, I want to believe that we're willing. If we're not, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm so sorry for, for misguiding the people. But I want to believe that we want to bridge the gap. I want to believe that there's at least some motivation to do that. I really don't know how to bridge the gap. I'm not going to lie to you. I can give my own personal suggestions and my own 
thoughts right um i can say that i think what needs to happen is more conversations but the thing is how do we start the conversations a lot of the time it doesn't feel like a safe space to talk to older generations about certain things especially when you're trying to tell them that you don't feel comfortable you don't feel safe enough to talk to them about certain things how do we get the older generation to see us without pissing them off too much because here's the thing a cornered rat will bite that's a saying by the way i'm not calling the older generation rats so here's the thing if we come up to them when we're bringing up these really big issues these very sensitive issues and we're trying to get them to see our point they are going to attack they're going to bite back and then the conversation isn't going to be clear it's not going to be concise it's not going to do much I'd love your input, genuinely speaking. I'd love your input on this. Let me know. Let me know. But I think, overall, I love being <laughs> a part of Generation Z. I love being um, in this generation of talkative, opinionated, wonderful, and brave people who are so inclusive. Who are willing to see everybody for who they are. And I think anybody who isn't a part of Gen Z should should love my generation as well. Until next time. Until Saturday at 10 a.m. Thank you for listening. <laughs>